You almost killed innocent people. Maybe I should get amnesia and everyone will forgive me. Oh, what? Do you think this is a joke, Ned? What am I supposed to do? You know, just, just accept Finn, give him a little wave as he takes out the wheelie oh, bins? wake up, Ned. Meet the Kennedys at Lassiter's Hall at the Waterhole. A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's nursery for a stroll. It's time to neighbors. CJK Let's get the neighbors. Hello, this is Neighbors. We are the Neighbors Recap Podcast. We have a little deep dive into some recent episodes of the Aussie Soap Neighbors that have just aired. We are in the Mobile Pirate Net Studios today. I think we're in actually in Gilead, a suburb of Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 100%. Uh, just a bit of a bleak landscape here in beautiful Sydney. I'm Vaya, and this is a little crossover episode with another podcast, SBS's Handmaid's Tale podcast, Eyes on Gilead, and I have Sana Kadar. Hello. Hi. Natalie Hambly. Hi. We are all here because we are going to the Australian Podcast Awards on the weekend. Fancy. We're all in the same category. Yeah. Yeah. Competition. <laughs> exactly. But really, I was already a listener of Eyes on Gilead because... I'm into The Handmaid's Tale. And I just thought I need your analysis <laughs> of the Is going... Is ready for this? Are <laughs> yeah. you ready? Are We're going to go dark. My unknowledgeable <laughs> analysis. I, I want you to put Erinsborough under the same microscope that you put Gilead under. Okay. okay. <laughs> Very new to So, Nat, you're at SBS currently. Mm-hmm. Yep. What do you do there? I work on the website SBS Life. And we publish a lot of articles, um, mainly targeted at women. And that's why Handmaid's Tale is a good crossover yes. for us. Um, Neighbours is on a channel called Ten Peach, mm-hmm. which is also targeted at women. Mm-hmm. You would never guess. <laughs> <laughs> and Sana, you're not at SBS at the moment. No, I'm not at SBS now, but I was when uh, Eyes on Gilead started a, a year ago, working on a business program there. Um, but now I'm at ABC Life, not SBS. Oh, Life. ABC Life. So yeah. you guys are competing in a way, I in suppose. A, but it's slightly different. I mean, we yeah. actually, I, th- I think, the content is quite different. Yeah, me too. So we're all friends. We're all family. Yeah, really, we're buddies. Yeah. Look at this. We're like SBS ten, and an ABC. Yeah, that's yeah. right. This exactly. Is, this is the entire spectrum. <laughs> We don't, we don't need all it. you need, okay? You don't you don't <laughs> yeah. need the rest. <laughs> now, Nat, you watch Neighbours growing up. You are oh, Sydney. Yes, I did. Are you Sydney born and bred? I am. I'm from the Western suburbs, so I grew up in um, Emu Plains, and I used to watch it in primary school because I remember that like school would finish at three, but I'm pretty sure Neighbours started at three. So we were trying to walk home as fast as possible, so mm-hmm. we were home in time for Neighbours. At some point, Neighbours changed and it became an evening show because I'm pretty sure when Scott and Charlene got married which clearly was a massive event in my life that was in the evening right that by by that point it had it had turned into like an, like an evening tv show see my great shame is I never watched that episode oh my god Suddenly. my great shame is I don't know what the heck you're talking about now Sana you're Canadian <laughs> um, yeah so your entry into Neighbours was this week, is that right? It was today. Wow. About a, an hour and a half ago. <laughs> I've been dying to find out what Sana actually thinks of Neighbours. I'm because really it's confused, just, truly. It's just so in our lives and even though I haven't watched it in 20 years, it's still clearly a part of me. Mm. So that for me, watching it now is like going on a massive trip down memory yeah. lane. But I just think, I don't know what it'd be like coming well, out I, of it. Well, I feel like it, it's clearly a show that's very much like part of like the nostalgia and fabric of like growing up Australian kind mm-hmm. of thing. And so as an outsider, you're kind of like, I really just don't get this and I don't know what the hell's going on. 
but they're all very pretty. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they I can are. get behind that. I can watch that. It's one of my great joys to make people that are unfamiliar watch Neighbours. <laughs> I get a lot of pleasure out of it. So, Nat, when you stopped watching, which characters were around, were kicking around? Yeah, that's a really good question because I stopped watching like for a long time. But when I was at uni, people were watching it in the dorm that I was living in. And oh. so I saw a few episodes around about that time. So I remember Toadie. <laughs> so when Toadie arrived, he was like, if I can say this, he was kind of like the new Bogan in town. Oh, yes. Which he- one is he from today's episode? So he was the one whose wife has died and he's got two small oh, children. Yeah. So, okay. t- so for me, looking at Toadie, I'm like, oh, my God, you're all grown up. And <laughs> you're like serious, responsible dad now. Whereas like when I was watching it. Did he have a mullet or something? Or Ooh, really? Yeah. yeah, it was a mullet, wasn't a it? thick, curly ponytail mullet. Yeah. Ooh. Wow. Yeah, it was very special. It was special at the time. I can mm. only imagine what it's like now. Yeah, you can't escape that on Google Images. But it's actually quite sad because he's only very recently become a sad, serious widower. I do think it suits him, though. That's a horrible thing to have suit you, but I do actually think that. Yeah, he does wear it well. Yeah. <laughs> Sana, what jumped out at you from this entry point? <laughs> Surely? How yeah. shiny their skin was. Oh my God, yes. I thought that too. I could not stop thinking about their skin. It was I just, there was like one lady who's really pretty and I'm like, I don't know who you are or what your name is. Your skin is amazing. It's just glowing and dewy and taut and like <laughs> shiny and mm-hmm. a kind of un, like human-like almost in a way. Yeah, I'm in this Sydney Airbnb. I watched it on a TV that is not my own and it's super high def. Mm. I could see somebody's – like there was a, a character that I'm not used to seeing on the episode I watched earlier – and I could see some pores. Like there oh, was really? some. Oh, wow. There was some. I could see the okay, landscape. I didn't have that high def. But th- most people, like, there's a lot of models on this show that have. They just. Mm, it must be a lot of work to look like that. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. What is that? See, I'm. What I is that? What yeah. does that to your skin? Actually, so one of the actors who I'm sure you're talking about, April Pengilly. Wait, hang on. You have to. I don't remember any names. Oh, that's right. I'm using a real name. Is she too. the pregnant one? Yeah, the pregnant one. Okay. Got it. That's a horrible word. That's awful as well. Sorry. How <laughs> dare you? With the brother of the guy that everyone hates. <laughs> it's very dramatic, whatever it was. I guess you've, you've come from Gilead, which you know, that's how you do identify well, people. Well, this is true. Yeah, um, your worth is tied to that. But one of the – so she played Chloe. But April on Instagram, she puts all these gorgeous shots of her and then people were complaining that she never posts pictures without makeup. And she did a whole series of posts and went, I always post pictures without makeup. Stop. And she just looks – naturally stunning really which made it worse it's like so you naturally look like this and she just went back to back to back no makeup no makeup no that's not naturally surely you're like going to a skin clinic and you know getting a little laser action something there's a little bit of something upkeep happening yes yeah 100% come back to us April with 100% no interference (laughs) if I was going to be appearing on a tv show I would also oh yeah be getting all no this is true whatever that magic is yeah I would be I would be demanding it too but basically you asked me what's no, that's out. fine. And that was definitely my one big standout. Great. Isn't that funny? I'm so glad you said that because I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> it was bizarre. Yeah. I was like, I don't feel like I've seen any TV where everyone looks this shiny and taut. Even when they're having a bad day, they're not lounging around in their home clothes. Yeah. They're always perfect. Yeah, the hair is always perfectly waved. Mm-hmm. And But I am like a shallow viewer. I do actually want that. You know? Yeah. Like that's, it's that's quite f- different to like Bandmaid's Tale. Well, Although... They- Yvonne, you know, always has a really sleek bun happening. She looks beautiful all the time. She does. She's yeah. She just can't not. Yeah, they're working the hashtag no filter, those handmaids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's our foundation. And we, you also have two other co-hosts, Fiona and Haiti, who, mm-hmm. who also join you on, 
eyes on Gilead. Yep. I have to catch up with them another episode as well. I feel like we joined them. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you guys are gearing up for season three. When that drops, you guys get to – you guys already have watched it, is that right? We've watched one and two. <gasps> and we have number three already as well. It's very exciting. So we really can't say anything except it's really good yes. and you should totally tune in. And I don't talk about – I don't think I've ever talked about Handmaids on this podcast, but I put off watching it for ages because I was frightened – and then I just binged it all back to back. That's really intense. It was great. But I did the I did the same thing. I avoided watching it because I was afraid. And then I got asked to be on the podcast, and I was like, "Oh my god, I actually need to watch season one." And I watched all of it in two days. And did you regret it immediately, like after finishing the whole series? Yeah, but it's just so good. It's though. so yeah. good though. Yeah, and I was just yeah, I was saying to someone, even though it was you know it's clearly dark and depressing, but. The way that it's put together, the acting, the set. It's so like, artfully it's just, done. It's so high quality. That yeah. It's just such, you know, yeah, high quality TV. And Neighbours listeners know that I get on my feminist soapbox and I'm here like, people Me will too. appreciate. To see an example of something, I guess the showrunner is a guy and who you guys interviewed, by the way, amazing. Bruce, Bruce Miller, friend, friend of the show. I was, I was away <laughs> for that episode. I was so sad. So he's a man, but I he bends over backwards to make sure women are writing, directing, yeah. involved. Mm-hmm. Like, And you can just tell there's a vibe. It's a good vibe. There's 100% a female gaze in that show. And Elizabeth Moss, I think, is a total boss. I'm sorry that rhymed. I didn't mean to do that. Oh, my God. That's it. Elizabeth Moss (laughs) is a total boss. Yeah. That's what we would call in Erinsborough a gorilla gram. A what? That's just a deep dive for the hardcore. That went way over my head. The hardcore (laughs) listeners. I really love the suburb name Erinsborough. I never thought about it as a kid. Like, I did not have any analysis on that name at all when I was growing up. But it's so your... funny coming back to it as an adult. It's like kind of a fancy suburb name. And it's got a bit of an Irish tinge. Yeah. And also, if that was in Canada, it'd be Erinsborough. Uh, how do you say Melbourne? Well, I, I yeah. lived in Melbourne, so I know yeah. how to say Melbourne. Even worse, there was Brisbane. That makes me laugh, though. So <laughs> much. Um, Brizzy? Come on, it's Brizzy. The worst is like Coogie. For Kooji. <laughs> no, I've never heard that. That can't be a thing. Yeah, Kooji. I've heard that from plenty of friends. <laughs> Sana, why did you pick living in Sydney over Melbourne? Oh, oh, do you really want to? Okay, yeah. I, could, I could tell you the story. Yeah. Well, we landed in Melbourne because my boyfriend at the time was diagnosed with cancer and we were living overseas and we had to come home to Melbourne for oh. treatment. He's fine now. He's great. He's a doctor now. Everything turned out This is really wonderfully. a plot right out of Erinsborough. <laughs> Isn't Are you it? kidding? Yeah. Well, so we had met only five months prior living in Beijing, freshly in love. And then, um, yeah, he was diagnosed at 28. And so his mum was living in Melbourne. So we had to come to Melbourne. And I had zero plan to ever come to Australia. I didn't it was too similar to Canada. I didn't care. I was traveling the world. I'm the a time. bit like that about London. Sorry, no offense. I um, love London. It's my I, favorite I, place I, on the planet. I love it, but it reminds me so much of Melbourne. Anyway, so my year in Melbourne was actually like I kind of hated Melbourne because, well, first of all, it was cancerous. It's a flat city <laughs> on a grid with no beach nearby, and yes. it's cold. And I'm like, what am I in Toronto? It's, what is this? It's very <laughs> easy to do a walking tour of Melbourne. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a cool city, and I appreciate that. Sydney. I went to the shops before to get cereal, and I had to go up, like uh, my calves can't even. <laughs> yeah. I can't feel them. But I was like, you know, I'm a Canadian in Australia. Yeah. Where the hell is the beach and the sun and the hot? Like, this is not it. And plus, he was, you know, in chemo all year long. And I was working um, at ABC News Breakfast at the time. So my day began at 2 a.m. And I was in bed by 5. So, like, I just did not get into the Melbourne scene You have at all. mounted a very solid argument. So once all that wrapped, I was like, let's get the hell out of here. 
off to Sydney we go. Fair and enough. So that's that's how we're here. And isn't it amazing? It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I mean, I do miss like the music and the cool of Melbourne, definitely. I know. But Melbourne is so much cooler. I got out of a car today and, and Sydney was just the sun was out and just dappling over yeah, it's the nice. ground. 22 and, degrees uh, and like it's what, winter? A charming. This is a Canadian's dream. Cute please. little streets. Stupid Sydney looking so cute. <laughs> the business again. Bit of Neighbours Council business. Obviously, we're the Australian Podcast Awards 2019 are happening. Another uh, indie pod fest is something that's happening in July in Melbourne and some friends of mine are organising it. They uh, have a possible campaign to help fund the festival, but also that's where you can buy tickets and digital memberships and all that sort of thing. So if you can share that link with someone who you think might be interested, that'd be great. It's indiepodfest.com. And I'm going to give away a digital membership to one of our patrons on patreon.com slash neighbourspod. And Neighbours has new patrons that we have to shout out because I am extremely appreciative. Hopefully, once we get to 50 patrons, I'm going to bring this show back to weekly. We are now up to 37. So Ooh. it might be happening sooner than I bargained for. <laughs> are they all Australia-based Patreons? A couple of Aussies, but I think most are international. No way. Really? Most people that are listening impressive. are international, actually. Mm. So That's good okay. to know. A lot of the references, hey like Sana, you're probably in the majority in terms of things you might not understand that happen on the show. Really? Certain ter- so as in people are listening to this, well, not... I mean, in terms of references, terms of phrase, like... Oh, I have been here since oh, 2011. I okay. feel like I know a good amount <laughs> of what's what. And so when I said Sydney isn't it great, I was being sarcastic, okay? What were you saying? <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember. When you said that you finally came to Sydney and I was like, isn't it great? All oh, right. I was being sarcastic. I mean, the nightlife isn't great. Not great. It's it, not great. Well, the traffic two is of not the great. Characters, two of the characters on the show at the moment come from Sydney and they all they ever did was hit up the crazy nightlife. And Where? They know they don't specify. They just say Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of fantasy happening there. Well, actually, now you should explain the lookout laws. Because oh, I can't, I can't explain them. You know why? Because they happened right when I had a baby, which means I was going out nowhere anyway. <laughs> they happened so when I was living It actually here. had zero effect on me. Yeah, right. You should explain to our international tourist friends that might come to Sydney what the, what's in store well, for Well, look, them. It, was a, it was a very tragic few events that precipitated the, yeah. you know, onset of yes, these. Yes, because Neighbours ripped them from the headlines and turned them into storylines. Really? <gasps> One were, punch sort of death. There was a coward punch – a character coward punched another character oh. and had yet to do community service and stuff. It was a big deal. Just that was kidding. it? Oh, no I jail time? They didn't die, I'm assuming. One question at a time. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was going to say, that's just a very lean this is like This is what you get when you have like two journalists on your podcast. Yeah, oh, Sorry. Is it? <laughs> yeah, entirely. No I will be taking questions. Uh, only a few. <laughs> he did not die. The victim did not die. Okay. He didn't mean it. He was really drunk. He had to do community service. I hated the culprit, by the way. He was one of my least favourite characters. Was he Finn? Everyone seems to hate Finn. Everyone hates Finn. He wasn't Finn, but he was... Everyone hates Milsey. He was Finn-esque. All right, I should... Okay, I'll do business and then we can get stuck in. Thank you, patrons. Melanie C. I'm just going to assume she's the real Melanie C. (laughs) Thank you. She sent a lovely note as well. Cara G. Charlotte C. Lena W. I'm going to assume that's Lena Hetty, even though it's not a W. And Laura Jane P. Thank you, new patrons. And got a new episode... A new bite up on Patreon as well. And finally, On the Terrace is another podcast I'm hosting about a fictional radio series called Night Terrace, which is on bbc.co.uk and it stars Jackie Woodburn. And then I get to just talk about how great she is, which is a great time. So look up On the Terrace on your app. Now, 
we can get stuck in. We're going to do a deep dive into Tuesday, the 14th of May, because you guys got a disaster sewed mm. to watch. In Handmaid's Tale, it's like big episodes like all the, the time. like the bomb going off in Gilead. Yes. That's, mm-hmm. that's the equivalent here. Exactly. Except that was a real crime. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, people passed out in this one. I mean, it was a real crime, but he didn't mean it. It was an accident. <laughs> it feels a bit like the Darwin Awards, you know, like, you know, when people die from doing really stupid things. <laughs> Is that an actual thing? Yeah, Darwin Awards. So good. This kind of felt like that. It's like someone gets done for a crime and it was just so stupid. And his explanations for all the other things, I was like, buddy. He he was, yeah, exposition central, that fellow. The perp just came clean. Like I was really really impressed by just how much he just... Like, just ver- uh, like yeah. verbal vomited. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, like in Law and Order, that would take at least another few acts. Like yeah. That wouldn't happen until yeah. the 40-minute mark. And there's a lot that he didn't mean. <laughs> he was a very unintentional criminal, that guy. <laughs> yeah. But he- I don't remember. Okay, so watching Neighbours in the 80s, I don't remember there being a police station, a cop shop. Because there was like, no need. Right. They could have ruined no crime. <gasps> Times have changed. They would have <laughs> resolved the odd neighbourhood tiff amongst themselves. Mrs. Mangle would have totally sorted <laughs> that out. No, um, now we're at the cop shop, either at the cop shop or the hospital yeah, most days. Right. And the hospital too, yes. I was like, these are like two new sets that I don't remember there being. Was there ever a school in Neighbours? I think, yeah, school was long-standing because you had plain Jane Super Brain. Yeah, and exactly, because I feel like I remember a school. Yeah, the school, I wish that they would do more stuff at the school because that's what I love, teen drama, teen angst. But in the lead-up to this dra- disaster that happened – Um, We kick off on Monday with a classic Handmaid's Tale trope. It's a baby. It's a pregnancy (laughs) and and somewhat unwanted, hesitant, expectant mother is Ellie with the good skin. Ellie with the good skin um, (laughs) is expecting well. There was some sort of blackmail situation happening over the pregnancy. I don't understand what the heck is going on. Ellie and Mark were going to get married, got married. Right, okay. Yeah, the cop guy. It yeah. was very beautiful. The cop day. guy? Is she married to the cop yeah, guy? Yeah, I, I at least picked that much up. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. he's really handsome. Yeah, he is handsome. Yeah, Nice jawline. They've, mm. It's two, when two attractive people gravitate towards each other, <laughs> they what happens? eventually walk down an aisle and there you go. There were a few hiccups along the way. His sister fell in love with her. She's bisexual. Wait, what? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, and this because- is a good storyline. Damn, why did I get that one? Hang on, is the cop Finn's brother? No, but there's another. There is another man who is Finn's brother. He's unse- He's not on screen, so that would have confused you. So Ellie slept with Chloe before the wedding. <gasps> oh my god, what? This but would not have cops, happened in my day, and, and, and it was the poorer for it. This is <laughs> this is much better. And jokes on home and away because they're so prudish. They don't have <laughs> LGBT plus characters, All right, okay. and neighbors does. And when you have a bisexual character, the world is your oyster yes. in the yeah, storytelling. Absolutely. So yeah. But she's not pregnant to, to the no, sister. No, so to get around <laughs> that, baby mama. to get around that, they sent Ellie down to the back lane bar. Back lane bar, all right. Which is now Tanak Lane Bar because David Tanaka's part owner. So not David Tanaka, Leo Tanaka. Ellie met up with a man. She was down in the dumps because her marriage was, her new two-day-old marriage was on the rocks. And she had a one-night stand. Turned out to be evil Millsy slash amnesiac Millsy. always awkward when that happens, isn't it? Hang on, hang on. The one-night stand was Finn? Evil Finn's brother. What? Yeah. Okay. I follow somewhat. But. Did we see evil Finn's brother? You know, I don't think we did. No, he's gone to Switzerland. Why? 
<laughs> unclear as you do. <laughs> That's not really where Aussies go, though. I know. He should have gone to Canada. Whistler. Canada. Whistler. Japan to ski. Like, what the hell is he doing in Switzerland? I think he and his mum live there. But he could be skiing. I don't know. He didn't say. That's the last thing I expected you to say. Switzerland. (laughs) Sure. It's pretty random. Uh, It is random. (laughs) And he knows he's the father. But she's like, can nobody say say anything? Oh, he knows. How does he know? Uh, Oh. He figured it out somehow. Oh so hang on, her own husband doesn't know no. that she's pregnant to... Another man. Another man. And does he know that she slept with her his sister? He knows that bit and he was mad about that. He was not okay. But then, but he all he wants, guys, just like a Gileadian man, is that how you say it? Yeah. Just like a commander, all he wants is a baby. All that she wants is another baby. baby. She's gone tomorrow, boy. All that she wants is another baby. baby. What's a baby? And who can give him a baby? His wife. <laughs> Not his shiny-faced wife. <laughs> oh, boy. So. I feel this is going to end badly. And I can't wait. Is she going to keep the baby? I can't have, wait. have we gotten into well, like a. I'm a little bit disappointed that we haven't explored her options. It's yeah. such a hot-button issue at the moment. That, mm-hmm. You know, but they have. She didn't want the baby at first. She was like, I can't have my affair baby. Mm-hmm. My marriage is already dead on arrival. But. No one ever said, hey, there are options. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Okay, so she's just having – she's going to carry forward. Yeah. With the, okay. yeah like they right. could have at least, like, raised it as an option. Yeah. And she can, for whatever reason, say – If we're going to be woke with LGBT characters and, yeah. like, an Indian family, I'm told, exists, but we didn't yeah. see in this episode. <laughs> you know. It has been in the news a lot. Yeah. I feel like it would have been amazing because Ellie would be the perfect vehicle for that storyline. So I'm a, yeah. I'm like, uh, if you were going to do it, this would be the time they to do it. They could go all Degrassi and, like, <gasps> have an abortion. <sighs> God, that was great. Storyline. Yeah. Yeah, that was a god degrassy. Oh, I want to ask you guys what your take is on this. Amnesiac terrorist Millsy, I couldn't even begin to scratch the surface Mm. on what he has done. But you are both, I imagine, familiar with the work of Australia's Rob Millsy Mills. Mm, What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Warranted reaction. Um, You might just Google that later because I don't feel like I can can explain (laughs) it to you. I mean, I recognize that guy from like some talented kids show. Oh, you're right. Sonny, you're right. We have explored much of the oeuvre of Rob Mills and Mills, but we have not touched... He's the only person I recognised on the show. Wow. We have not touched on his turn as the host of uh, Young Talent Time, the Revival series. Yeah, I only know the Revival. I didn't know the... He was brought in as this evil, like he manipulated people. He groomed a teenage girl to try and... On the show. um, Yeah, to try and like swindle everybody so he could become principal of the school he, oh, he's a teacher. Yeah, he's a biology teacher. He's <laughs> a biology teacher? Stop. Except at the moment he thinks he's 19 because he woke up from a no. coma. What? Oh, my God. This is insane. People yeah. really don't like him and I couldn't fathom what he'd actually yeah, yeah, me neither. Yeah, I was very confused. He came in as a, as a bio teacher with aspirations to take over as principal and to do that he had to do nefarious deeds. to like. And is he, that why that guy who like set him up was, a princi- like, was the principal? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so okay. he uh, in here in Sydney. We were actually probably we're in warehouse sitting for Harry Sinclair because okay. he's got a bit on at the moment at the cop shop. Yeah, <laughs> did you enjoy <laughs> how I said? Also, a total Australian. As well. I was going to say, did you actually just like it? Did you did you enjoy saying that? It just rolls off so nicely, doesn't it? I know it's so good. I'm going to take this all back to Toronto when I move back. <laughs> I find on this podcast, I slip into so many Aussieisms that I don't say in my normal life. Like, well, it's it's a very um. Like a bit of biffo, they had a bit of biffo. Or they... <laughs> I don't think I've 
ever said that out loud, In fact, but that I've also got, sounds fun. I've got expressions that I talk. My friend comes up with the best expressions and I made her write some down for me one day because I was running out of expressions. Like she's flat out like a lizard drinking. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> flat knacker. Having a shot at the title. That's a good one. What does yeah, that mean? That's a good one. What does can, that mean? I can't explain that. Um, you're having a go. You're, yeah. You're having like a, sexually having no, a go? No, no, no. Just like, you know, when you're trying to okay. do something. Like you're, you're having a go at the championship title, you know. He's having a go. He's having a shot at the title. I don't talk and like that normally. And if you have normally. a go, you get a go. <laughs> don't talk like that normally. That's I, just your neighbour. Just, it just brings it out of me. Just look, there are theses have been written about Evil Millsy and then he like locked some people in a shipping container and then he fell, fell off a cliff and he came back with amnesia. I fell off a cliff? What there, is this dude a, up to? What kind of in biology Asper? teacher is he? <laughs> What is he doing? If I can throw in some of my own vernacular, Please. I had some loose units as like teachers as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what, what did your teacher get up to? <laughs> Nothing like that though. I'm pretty sure <laughs> no, no one actually. Containers. <laughs> <laughs> Could have though. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Every now and then you're like, oh, you Mine know. Mine were not loose units. I feel like they were very... Straight down the line, yeah. straight 180. I went to a Western Sydney public school. Oh, yeah, okay. See, I was, I'm the Western suburbs of Melbourne. So. I'm from the Western suburbs of Toronto. <gasps> Kindred. <laughs> Westies, you know it. Um, but here's the point I wanted to get your, oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I wanted you to weigh in you. on. Millsy has now said, well, this baby is my nephew slash niece. Therefore, I'm involved in this. Therefore, I'm taking care of this situation because Ellie is now being blackmailed by her doctor's son. Oh, yeah, student. I saw that in the preview yeah. of the previous one. I, okay. So, was he friends with her prior to this whole baby drama? Millsy. Yeah. Uh, n- before he – when he had his memory, <laughs> they were dating. When she was she, – oh. she was living here in Sydney. Does he know that they were – does he know that now? I, has it, it hasn't been brought up in this new era of good Millsy. I love an amnesia storyline. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I think one of my favourite episodes of Angel is actually when... Angel? Yeah, do you remember Angel? What the hell's Angel? Which was a, which was a spin-off from Buffy. Oh, and, okay. And Angel, I get you. Sonny, you've lived, you've lived on the world. No, no, no. I know, I know what you're talking about now. I was thinking Aussie drama. Like, what? And I think, like, no, Buffy did one too, which is like... To, I think it was called Tabula Rasa. Oh, my God. I'm so geeky nerdy right now. But anyway. Sidebar for me to do a very stupid joke. Uh... Angel could have been this Home and Away spin-off oh with my God. Dina Brummer and Melissa George. Yes. I had, oh, I know I who had, that is. I know Melissa George. I had such a crush on him and I really wanted her plaits that she had at the front of her hair. Melissa? Yeah. yeah very I boho. know her from Alias. That's when I first oh, She was good on, on her. Alias. I love that And good show. on Grey's Anatomy. And good on The Slap. Was she on Grey's Anatomy? Yeah. I didn't see The Slap. But Finn has this moment, Millsy, that's what he call him. Mil- Millsy. Millsy. Okay. Yeah. He, I'm so glad to say, because I was calling him Millsy in my head the whole time I was watching it going, good. I do not know what your name is. Good. He was the you. only name I remembered for some yeah. reason. I was like, okay, Finn. He just says to Ellie, I've taken care of it. He texts her, I took care of it. That's right. This is very pertinent. The ownership that men have of women's bodies when they have babies in them mm. is, I'm just. It's, it's not yours to take care of, buddy. You know, we are just women, you know. <laughs> we just really need a just man. Winding up pregnant left, right in the center. <laughs> And this is what would we know? There's this moment in this in Tuesday's episode where when the perpetrator is confessing to his crimes and Mark loses it and goes, She was pregnant, she's pregnant, and you pushed her over. Yes. And he loses it and it's like, calm down, buddy. She's fine. Mm. People are gonna have a few knocks and mm-hmm. like aches and pains and he tumbles. Was really upset. That was a moment. She's a tough cookie. She can hack it. 
and she told you not to take care of it and mm. he went off and took care of it. So but, so what did he do to take care of it? It's unseen. We don't know. Okay, we haven't, re- we haven't found out yet. And take care of what exactly? The bully kid blackmailing her. Oh, that. Okay, okay, okay. I told you I didn't want you to do anything. I know. I just wanted to help. I've taken care of it. How? You don't have to worry. Finn, what have you done to Dean? I didn't do anything. I just talked him into leaving you alone. I told you I would handle it. Now you've probably made things ten times worse. And he's probably stewing over whatever you said. And he's going to come at me even harder. Ellie, you won't have any more trouble from this kid. And why is he... What's his motivation there? Why is he blackmailing her? He wants to be a a good uncle. A fun uncle. Uncle Milsey. No, 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 no. no. Why is the kid... Oh. He he wanted her to mark him to lift his grades. Is she a teacher as well? Yeah. Are they all teachers? No, she's just those two. English, she's an English teacher, obviously. So there's a principal, a biology teacher, an English teacher, and a cop, and that's and some guy with a foundation. Are they so, all oh on Ramsey Street? Yeah. Wow. It could be Glee if they played their cards right. Oh my god, right. She it looks like the teacher from Glee. Millsy does. Oh yes, a little bit. They both have. Oh yeah. Similar look. Yeah. Boy on. next door vibes. My uncle was on Glee. Stop. Who? My dad's best friend. I mean, when you're brown, everyone's your uncle. When I say who. <laughs> <laughs> he played Principal Figgins. Oh my god! Also, another teacher slash principal. Oh, hang on. Glee was set in high school. So Your dad's sense. my dad's best friend from back in oh, back in Pakistan. Gorgeous is Iqbal Thiba. <laughs> this is random. I did not realize this was going to segue to this tonight. No one ever Anyways, does. He's an actor, and he played Principal <gasps> yeah. Figgins on Glee. He's I think lovely. he's liked one of our things on. Oh yeah, Twitter he, he likes a lot of my tweets. We're, we're he's very he's very supportive. Always <laughs> yeah. when we interviewed Aunt Lydia, he like retweeted it. And, he's yeah. definitely an, un- an uncle then. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> aunts, and, aunts and uncles love a retweet. He's definitely the coolest uncle I got. <laughs> we get to this launch, the launch of the Sonia Rebecca Foundation. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Mm-hmm. Toadie's wife, Sonia. Sonia and Becky. Her last name is Rebecca. Oh. <laughs> it's the Sonia and Becky Foundation. <laughs> I swear I thought that's what it was. <laughs> Which is very Australian. Like, they sound like girls that would have bullied me in high school. <laughs> it's just their Kickstarter to, to you know. Sonia Rebecca. It is a very curious Sana, surname. It's very tragic, Sana. It's <laughs> very sad. But it is, it is a very weird last name, though, because it sounds Italian. And it does. He Rebecca? is, he is like not. Oh. Um, oh. Is that Toadie? Hang on, I'm sorry. Toadfish's wife, yes. yes Why I only know him as Toadie. He was called Toadie when I was seeing it like 20 years ago. Yeah. So, hey, he's still there. Good on you, you know. But also, I was like, is are they still calling him Toadie? Or his, his nearest and dearest call him Toadie. Okay. But Sonia R.I.P. used to call him Jared. Uh, the Sonia and Becky Foundation is launching in <laughs> her honour. <laughs> I love it. Sorry. I love it. I really wish I'm not ready. I'm still grieving, Sonia. I'm not ready to get down to business. How was she nice? Was Tell us about Sonia. Oh. Do not have time. She had a troubled past but then came good and every now and then had a relapse but then got a variant cancer right at the end. So how recent was her passing in the show's universe? March, April. Oh, those poor little girls. One one girl. Oh, I thought there were two. I just assumed the baby was a girl. (laughs) Baby Hugo. He's Sorry, Hugo. (laughs) But he's a stunning little boy. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I gotta say, by the way, we are consuming wine this evening. Can you tell? You can't tell. Typically, Kate and CJ don't drink the alcohol, and I don't drink a whole lot either. 
So this is a rarity. Usually we record Eyes on Gilead at like seven in the morning. So there's no drinking then apart from lattes. And I feel like we already established that I don't get out much. (laughs) (laughs) And this show is just so wonderfully ridiculous that I'm here for the ride. Correct. We are loose units. (laughs) Um, So I'm sorry. So so anyway, she has a beautiful... Nell. Daughter. Nell and little Hugo, little who's Hugo. he's a love child, but we will 100% not, not get into that. Sonia or Toadies, or who's is he? He is Toadies. What? <laughs> what did you say? Or Becky's. <laughs> Nat, do you remember Dee? Dee. Dee is Toadies' first wife who went no. miss- <laughs> missing at sea. Oh, Does no one have a novel story. <laughs> oh, no, she did a Harold Holt. Santa's crying tears. Why is everything so crazy? It's too good. <laughs> She's good. She's She's in the birds, you know, Sana. And like lost at sea. Oh my god! You need to get out of your inner city bubble. I, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this fast for economy. He thought she came back from the dead, but she didn't. It was an imposter. <laughs> <laughs> it was an imposter called Andrea. They had sex. Hugo was the result. But so. Yeah, she was pissed. (laughs) (laughs) I do not know what that feels like. (laughs) (laughs) And anyway, she might D might be coming back for reals. That's a story. Who's D? Story for another time. Pardon, first wife. First wife who went missing to the sea. Dead wife D. Not dead. Maybe not dead. Wow, this is a lot. And then we get to Tuesday, the fourteenth of May. (laughs) They're about to launch in the beautiful lawn at Lasseter's Lake. Lasseter's, oh my god, <laughs> I knew I was missing something. It's not the Erinsborough Community Centre, it's Lasseter's. Yeah. Oh gosh. It's the Lasseter's precinct because the Lasseter's Hotel is there and then all the other businesses. I'm having a moment. Businesses. Are you? I'm not. <laughs> um, when, I, when, I was a, when I was a kid watching, when I was a kid in the western suburbs, which was not fancy at all, Erinsborough seemed a little bit fancy because it had this little sort of stream that ran through town and this little tiny bridge that like went over it and people were always having acting scenes on the bridge. And I was like, I love that bridge so much. Like this is a kid in me who thought fancy was a two-story house, you know. Yeah, right. Okay. (laughs) To have like a little little picturesque wooden bridge going over a stream was very fancy. Nice. I like it. Does that bridge still exist? It is extremely fancy. It does exist. Sonia yes. had love locks put on it. Like what, she used to be the mayor of Erinsborough. One of her initiatives was wow. turning it into a love lock bridge. Oh, I love this. Yeah. Okay. Um, and one of her presents just before she died to Mark and Ellie was a padlock for the bridge. Bit of a cheap present, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they go to open. Now, Tony scattered Sonia's ashes at the friendship tree. And when I heard the chainsaw roaring, I was horrified. I thought they lopped down the tree, the Sonia tree. Is this a long-standing tree? No, they. She planted it literally four months ago. Was <laughs> it fully grown when they? It was not. Okay. It's fledgling, so they can't have the launch by the lake. Wait, why? Because there's chainsaws. There's chainsaws. Going. I was wondering what was going on. I was thinking, why is this so badly managed? How are they turning up when there are chainsaws and happening I, now? And you'd think they would have had to have council permission for each. Event. Can Sorry. I say something that really annoyed me about that episode? The episode that appe- appeared on Monday, yep. which was there was a character who came home. She was meant to be at the Erinsborough Community Centre at eight. And she says to her boyfriend, I know none of their names. Okay. She says to her boyfriend, 
I can't do whatever it is that he wanted because it's 7.45 and I need to be there at 8 and I haven't even showered yet. And I'm like, oh, my God, suburban life. Are things that close mm-hmm. that you can get home with 15 <laughs> minutes to go and then you can, you've still got time to have a shower, get ready. And then I'm pretty sure later on she was dropping off to get a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, how close is everything? No, no Sydney one, traffic. No Sydney traffic. There's no arguments for a parking spot. Mm. Like just to go to my local Coles, I can sometimes spend 40 minutes circling it trying to get a parking Seriously? spot. Oh it, it's crazy. A valid point, and I did clock that. And she, but she was reprimanded by her aunt Susan, who did. She, she goes, "I'm just going to be a minute. I'm having a shower." And Susan goes, "No, I'll meet you there because I've got to go." <laughs> Susan's still there, by the way. Oh, Susan yeah. and Carl still there. Yeah. So Ellie and B are Susan's nieces. B's got to get down to the center. The launch has to be relocated to the ACCC, the Erin's Council Community Center. What's gone on though is that beautiful Ned. Who's Ned? <sighs> Just was my TV boyfriend up until mm-hmm. this week, till he committed aiding and abetting crimes. Oh, that guy. Yeah, he's hot. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Uh, he's sick of evil Millsy. He doesn't buy that he's an amnesiac. He thinks he's pulling the wool over everyone's eyes. And he's sick of his girlfriend having to be around it because his girlfriend dated Finn when she thought his name was Patrick and she didn't know who he was. Which one's his girlfriend? Is she with the one with like the... B, the one that was late for the shower, B, she had – oh, no, you're thinking of the bun in the hair, Chloe, no. Ponytail in the middle of the head. No, B has like a straight brown hair, very big blue eyes. Did we meet her in this episode? Oh, yes, because she was severely injured. Oh, she's the injured – okay, got it. Wait, yes. so, okay. Yes. I made Sana watch two episodes back to back and – I actually didn't make it all the way through the first – It's understandable. One. Sorry. So, yeah, because Finn is essentially her ex under a false identity – Ned has this weird – he's got this weird macho thing going on where he can't trust her to be around him. He's like, again, I've got to protect you. B says, I'm fine. It's fine. If it gets out of control, I'll tell someone. And Ned takes it upon himself to go and interfere. He ends up helping a criminal plant chemicals mm-hmm. in a public space to frame Millsy. But however – but in the meantime, they accidentally get – let off or so opened. I don't know what happens with chemicals. We didn't have a chemistry teacher. What do you have in mind? I want to frame Finn. I know he once tried to poison the students and staff at the high school. Yeah, with some sort of gas. Yeah, yeah, but he, he never got to carry that out. All we have to do is set it up to look like that's his plan and then tip off the police. I don't want to risk people getting hurt. <sighs> no one will get hurt. You see, the two chemicals need to be mixed together, then heated. They're harmless otherwise. As a result of that, we have Sheila down, we have B down, and funnily enough, in Poor a pre- Sheila. <laughs> when I heard that, I was like, I thought I didn't realize that was a name people used anymore. I thought it was just what people say for a woman. Yeah, it is a very old-fashioned name. Yeah, I think it's too old for Colette Net Man to wear. You guys may have spoken to Aunt Lydia from The Handmaid's Tale and the showrunner <laughs> from The Handmaid's Tale and Dana Reed, beloved Aussie director, but we spoke to Sheila and Clive from Neighbours. <laughs> And when they were here, they had just filmed the scenes where Sheila had consumed the gas from the gas leak. And Kate, my co-host, predicted it would be a gas leak. Yeah, you can breathe easy. Yes, exactly. (laughs) She wasn't at the time. No, I wasn't. No, I can only imagine it's some sort of lesser as gas leak because stuff's always going on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hang on a second there. Wait a minute. Amazing. And I predicted it would happen on a Tuesday. 
something happens to Sheila and Sheila has to go to hospital. Uh, it must be Tuesday. Yes, exactly. So that's an amazing moment of Kate Stradamus and Vey Stradamus, but uh, it was lovely to see that play out. It's chaos. Bit players are throwing up everywhere in the background. Mm-hmm. Everyone's beautiful pink T-shirts are ruined. It's chemical terrorism, again, because Harry wanted to frame Millsy because the last time he committed a mass crime like this, he tried to cyanide poison the high school students. So Neighbours brought Millsy to our screens again. He's beloved, and but they made him evil. But they want to keep him around now. So I guess their workaround is they'll just make him forget everything. And he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. We think. We don't know. I've enjoyed watching him, you know. Great. It's great. He does a great furrowed brow. Oh, it's it's never not furrowed. <laughs> yeah. um, and I'm not sure who that like um cop guy was. One the hottie. Was, but there was a new cop. A, I called him good cop because obviously Mark's the bad cop, but Is he a bad cop? Why is he a bad cop? Oh, he's just incompetent. Oh, is he? Oh, damn, he's oh. so good looking. <laughs> he's But it makes perfect sense now. <laughs> it does. He was like a game show model, like a In real life? showcase model on Prices Right and stuff. In real life? He used to be, yeah. All right, then. <laughs> is that like the entryway job to neighbours? <laughs> it is now. Wow. He could marry a princess. Good on him. Meghan Markle was a game what, show. Because like when I was growing model. up, I, I really wanted to be a solid gold dancer. A so- what does that mean? Do you remember those? What in the I world is that? I cannot say I do. It's like, um, you know how there are cheerleader dance trips for yeah. football teams? Yeah. Well, the TV version was like the solid gold dancer who comes on high kicking and it was just like some sort of midday show entertainment. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> and little and little me thought, what a dream job. Anyway. That would be fun. That would be a good time. Um, well, you know, there why you still got time to follow that dream. <laughs> you might have to leave the house though. I wanted to be an actress who only did Barbie and Polly Pocket commercials. So that was my childhood dream. Because <laughs> I thought you got paid in Barbies and Polly Pockets. <laughs> I just wanted hundreds of them. It is precious. I refused to part with my Polly Pockets. Oh, I wish I still had mine. (laughs) It was amazing. Mine are rattling around a cupboard somewhere. No, mine are long gone. (laughs) But look, everyone thinks it's Evil Millsy, but Ned comes in and says, no, it's not. It's another man. Um, I feel like someone should have caught a lawyer at some point. Yeah. There was a lot of talking without legal representation happening. So, like, Ramsey Street has, like, 10,000 teachers that live there, (laughs) but, like, not one lawyer. Well, Toadie's a lawyer. (gasps) Is he? Toadie. Toadie's a lawyer. Came good. He sorted himself out. He runs a law firm. What? All kinds of law, whatever you need. (laughs) (laughs) He's flexible that way. Why am I getting a picture of, like, the movie The Castle? (laughs) The lawyer in that? That's a classic. It's Marbo. Classic. (laughs) The vibe. So did you guys say you were both journalists? Yeah. Did you focus on one area of journalism? Not particularly. Yeah. A lot of news, arts, business, and say, now general same. stuff. News, okay. arts, tech. Okay, yep. so Toadie is like that, but with law, law he'll just do all kinds. <laughs> <laughs> he could do like copyright one day, divorce the yeah. next, yeah. you know. <laughs> That's yeah. really funny. Just take your pick. Miscellaneous. Jack of all trades, <laughs> yeah. master of none. Um... And Ned's sister's a lawyer, but she's left town, so she like there's no one around to help him. But you have to tell me again who's Ned. That's uh, the attra- well, well, the, the hot cop. No, no, the um, Darwin-esque. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you say he's Darwin-esque? Because, I still have no because idea. he's the guy that did that crime oh. for like the stupidest reasons Helping ever. Yeah. No, no. Is that him? The aiding and abetting. Yeah, yeah. aiding and abetting hottie. B's boyfriend yes. who's like sitting at her bedside yes. keeping vigil. The fool. I'm going to call him AB hottie. Aiding and abetting hottie. 
<laughs> there's hot cop hottie. There's, there's shiny skin girl. <laughs> shiny skin girl. There's evil That's great. <laughs> there's Toadie and Becky and something. Yep. And, and Sheila. Never forget Sheila. Yeah, Sheila. No, Sheila. Never forget. She's had to go to respiratory because she's inhaled all the gas. But she's okay. She's just How got a lot of demands. How did she get a full gut full of it? Why was she like... She was going to give a speech for the ovarian cancer awareness, and so I think she was in the. She was. She was very. She was very concerned about it. She was trying very hard. So I think she was in there getting ready, possibly so she, hyperventilating and yeah. breathing more. There was a time where she was just. They went. Oh, she's the old person on the street. She's just going to have every ailment. She was having heart attacks and. <laughs> Poor everything. Sheila. That's kind of like what um Harold used to be mm. from my era. Yeah. See, he came back from the dead. <laughs> Did he? Yeah. He was oh, lost gosh. at sea. And um, how many look the, 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 the sea, sea is very is dangerous in Australia. <laughs> what how the hell? But like how many like you know snake bites and fun web spider bites are there, you know? I feel like there like should be more. In neighbors? Yeah. There was a snake. There, <laughs> a couple mm. of years ago, there was a criminal who his penchant was to release deadly snakes on the street. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> And I cannot, I feel, it feels like a fever dream now. I cannot remember why or how or who or anything. Anyway, there's, Ned comes in. There's going to be consequences. We find out later that, yeah, he's going to get charged with aiding and abetting. But the real culprit is Harry Sinclair. And when I was watching it, I'm like, who's this rando? And I'm the person who has watched this show every day for five years. Turns out, and a few people online reminded me that he was, well, we know he was uh, Millsy's boss at the Sydney High School. But also that he, Harry reminds us that he was in love with Millsy and got obsessed with him and they were very close. And he featured a year ago, like he, that, I forgot why, he was involved. He was a red herring. But I feel like they should have brought him back during Finn's trial. This before or after the amnesia? After. (laughs) He's, but he's released into the care of the Kennedy household uh, Nat, can you explain the Kennedys, please? They were um, they were kind of newish by the time I was checking out. Do you want to know? Sorry, what? this is probably very boring for anyone else listening because everyone knows who the hell these people are. But, but do you know what's, do you know what's of- terrifying? Nat, you say newish. That was twenty five years ago. I know. <laughs> I said. Well, I said they were newish when I was checking out. This is why. Um, one of the things that I've enjoyed about watching these two episodes was that because in my head I know who used to be in those houses, and yeah. so I'm trying to match up. The interior, because the interiors are all different now, and now it's very IKEA, you know. Yeah. And mm. um, one of the houses had like lights from Bunnings that I've had my eye on, <laughs> <laughs> and I've been too cheap to buy. But yeah, I've been trying to figure out so who is actually in the Robinson house and who is mm. in the Mangle house. And well, Paul Robinson's back in the Robinson house now. He, he lives with Rebecca Almaloglu to rage. Oh, I'm so upset that I didn't get to see a Rebecca Elmaloglu episode. Yeah, you probably don't know name. who that is, but when I, like I was name. a teenager, I pretty much wanted to be either Rebecca Elmaloglu or Tony Piran. <gasps> yes. I had no chance of being either of them, <laughs> but I really wanted to be. Now we're on E Street. Elmaloglu? Yeah, Elmaloglu. It's a great awesome name. off the tongue, yeah. It's great. Mm. And she had a brother who acted too, Sebastian Elmaloglu. Oh, so this is her real name, not her name in the show. I feel like she's ah. got some fancy heritage, like some mm. fancy pants family in England or something. Oh, I do not know this. Yeah. I used to read Smash Hits magazine, you know, so I know a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in our day, we got our information. <laughs> so if there was a character on Handmaids which could have amnesia, who would, who would you choose? Excellent. Fred. 
Fred. Yeah, I know, right? I want him to. Fred. Yeah. What would he come back as? Excuse me? Sorry. Who's Fred? Oh, oh, good question. Commander Waterford, Serena's husband. Yeah. Okay. June's captor. I don't know him as Fred. Okay. What do you know him as? Commander Waterford. (laughs) He's an asshole. The asshole. (laughs) The impotent asshole. Um, Are there sex scenes in Neighbours now? There are now because it's PG, man. I didn't wonder about that. Because there was a patch that was slightly awkward and I was like, hmm. And last week a couple of characters got it on in the laundry and okay, we, you fully saw them mount each other. I like that you said pash, by the way. I'm an Aussie now. <laughs> I married one. <laughs> pash, there's not many words that fully convey. Sometimes you just need the word pash. Yeah, pash is a good word. Yeah. Mm. Snog is probably one. That's very British. That's very British. Yeah. I should say it more though. I used to say that when I lived in England. It was all like first base, second base, third base. Oh, yeah. I had no idea what all those bases were. All like, right. what even is this? And they yeah. were very prescriptive when you were first learning about them. Like, oh, so those are the four things you can do. Okay. Cool. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's <laughs> all there is in the entire <laughs> universe of human behavior. Yeah. And once you've ch- achieved them all, that's, that's yep. the end of sex. Like, <laughs> bingo. <laughs> Uh, well, there's Kyle and Amy are having uh, some issue. Not Kyle and Amy, that's Freudian sleep. Kyle and Chloe have been getting together, but Kyle still holds a candle for his ex-girlfriend who's now engaged to his father. What the hell? Oh, gosh. And is there, is there a therapist on Ramsey Street? Oh, that's all I want. <laughs> Nat, all I want is a therapist. These people are severely impaired yeah. in their decision-making. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? So speaking, speak they really it. should fix public schools. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, with the quality of teachers and principals <laughs> that they've got, they're screwed. So, did you get a sense of what his motivation was for this crime? Harry's this the culprit. He, he was really spilling his guts. Sorry, I just had to say that. But he was really spilling his guts when he was finally getting interrogated. I'd have done anything for him. I helped him when he was on the run. I was in love with him. I thought he loved me back, but... <laughs> he lied to you. He used me. And even more so when he came out of that coma and looked to get off scot-free. I had to come up with ways to stop it. You tampered with the fruit, didn't you? I, I thought the razors would be discovered before anyone was harmed. Well, you thought wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Some interrogation. What did you do? Here is everything, <laughs> everything I've ever done. Like, glad you asked. And I didn't mean to do it. It just happened. My only takeaway was that he doesn't like... Millsy slash Finn. Except he, he did. did. Except he loved him. Fatuated. Okay, he love hates him. And so he did a bad thing. Yeah. And that's all I understand. And because he became a terrorist, he Harry was disappointed and then wanted he wanted to him to get his comeuppance. And so he was behind he did the hit and run where he tried to run over oh, a yeah. couple of characters. Like that's pretty bad. I feel like we're that's just like brushing him by that. Wow. Yeah, that's minimal stuff lately. Did you figure out the fruit plot, the apricot plot? What? Oh, my gosh. Yes, I did. Was this the one where they had raisins in the fruit? Oh. So not just like needles that and strawberries, but these are like big fat raisins. Yes. Ripped from the headlines because, yeah, there was a real attack. Strawberry, needles, yeah. Neighbours did raisins in the apricots, but... Can I just say that was a really, really well like sliced down the middle apricot. Who the frig is like slicing their apricot like that? And also he didn't explain how he did that. I was waiting for him to go, I used my special slicing tool to like, <laughs> I like doing pottery. And so I used the clay slicer and because it was perfectly wedged in there. But he admitted to doing that to, I guess, try to pin it all on Finn. But does he ever, I guess, is he on leave from his job? Like who's got time to come and set yeah, all this stuff up? He's got a lot of time on his yeah. hands. And so hang on, were all those acts in the motivation of like getting at Finn? Yeah, I'm going to commit all these crimes. person. To make someone else look like an even bigger criminal. Okay. 
He's got problems. What you also didn't see, one of the big events of this week, back to my TV ex-boyfriend, Ned Willis, he apologises to B. He sits by her bedside and says, I'm, yeah, I'm sorry. I never would have gone through with it. I was never meant to go this far. She overhears him and ends it all. She wakes up and says, I can't believe you put me in danger. You didn't trust me. You tried to get revenge. And she had said, I've got it under control. And he went, I'm going one better and I'm going to control everything for you. And she has this amazing rant on Wednesday's episode where she says, There's no excuse for what you did. I did what I did because I care about you. Shame you don't respect me. Every time I come up against something, you just take over. Like I'm some helpless woman. That's not how I see you. That's how you treat me. You don't listen to me. You don't trust my opinion. Instead, you just go behind my back. You're out of control. I can change. Ned, I love you. Yeah, I love you too. It's not enough. Good for her. There's a lot of parallels to Gilead here. Yeah, how so? Well, like, ladies Mm -hmm. be acting on their own, but men don't want that, first of all, and then they take credit or they, like, deny credit where it's due they all all the men think that they're in charge yeah which i think in season two serena proved beautifully that she's way more qualified and talented to she be can, running that show and yeah. june can get shit done yeah she's um, a mirror and a shaker yeah june could organize a launch <laughs> i did love that moment where they go the, the launch has to move inside great i'm gonna get balloons <laughs> it's like <laughs> sheila just jumps to action yeah, it was an amazing moment because I'm always calling out this bullshit, but it was fantastic to hear a character do it mm. and go, actually, this is over. And the actors were tweeting like broken heart emojis. So it's clearly the end of the relationship. They're not getting back together tomorrow. Um, which or I'm- are they? Because this show has proven people come back from the dead, apparently, and all sorts of shit goes down. Yeah, that'll. Yeah, he'll probably go missing at sea, but they won't get back together. <laughs> so is there, what is the male-female ratio in the writer's room? Good question. Well, there's lots of women writing for the show. However, there's a male executive producer. Up until very recently, there was one and then two male script producers. Mm. However, recently, and her stories haven't come to air yet, but there's a, a female script producer that replaced one of the outgoing writers of the show. So those will be coming on screen soon. So I am very curious to see if the tone does shift at all. And who is the target market who is actually watching the show? I was going to ask that exactly. Who watches this? I should know this and I don't know. Because I I have my assumption. Me too. What's that? It's probably right. Whatever it is, your assumption. My boyfriend's or husband's nana. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I was like, you know... um, 12-year-old girls. Oh, right. Okay. You're totally opposite ends then. I think it's a lot of teens, a lot of early 20s. Yeah. It's on twice a day in in England. So, like, uni students watch it. Like, by the way, I was hooked after two episodes. I feel like I I know them now. I could just so easily watch it every day. My son was loving it. What what was his reaction? Because he's about to turn eight. And so I've just noticed that this year he's really into shows which reflect his own life. I've realized how that sounds. Uh, But (laughs) so like right now he likes shows which have um, which are set in schools. So so shows which have like primary school kids in them and they're all talking and like their lunch break. He loves all of that. So neighbors watching it now from like, you know, 20 years later, it really is kind of like it really is suburban the houses f- look like what other people's okay. houses look like because it wasn't people much school just, time for him people just having ordinary conversations you know it just all of it feels in some ways the storylines are crazy yeah. but it's very much set in like 
real life, normal, normal life. Yeah, normal life. Yeah, like someone's got to come home and have a shower before they go to their. Yeah, 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 that's true. Oh, that's adorable. Did anything? Did he jump? I don't out? think he can continue watching this because clearly the plots are crazy, and I think yeah, it's irresponsible. It's irresponsible. <laughs> yes. I don't advise. I don't allow. I wouldn't allow it. Hey, was Margot Robbie, Robbie on um, Home and Away or Neighbours? Excuse me, Sana. She was on Neighbours. Oh, how, oh wow. Okay. She's the crowning. The show has gone up in my estimation. <laughs> She's the show's crowning glory. She was Donna Friedman. We loved Donna. We all knew she was going to be a star. Oh, really? She was okay. Delightful, wonderful Donna. Was she ever with Finn? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> she was with Ringo. Who's that? Did he, I meet him in this episode? His character passed away at sea um uh, <laughs> on a road uh and toady could not get the culprit off uh steph hit him with her motorbike mm. and she went to jail okay um, oh, I remember what steph. was margot robbie's exit from the show she went to new york to be a fashion designer oh, oh good on her she designed a garment called the shrugalero <laughs> seriously someone named something now. that this is like when someone tells you two truths and a lie that was <laughs> Shrugalera. Who came up with that? I've told you 17 things and 16 of them are implausible plot lines. Uh, it was like a bolero and a shrug. What's it, a bolero? I feel like I've spent this entire talk saying, what's that? Okay. I feel like I've thought that a bolero okay. and a shrug were the same thing. Oh, my God. They're not. Some of these words are real, though. A bolero <laughs> is a short Spanish jacket, like a little... Like a shrug. Like, a, like what a matador would wear. That's oh, a bolero. Oh, yeah, I got it. Okay. okay. And a shrug is essentially I know sleeves. What a shrug is, yeah, yeah, great. The, the, her I, got, look, I got some things. Yeah, she's like, I'm not an idiot. I'm not a total <laughs> idiot. <laughs> it's essentially both of those things, and she invented it. <laughs> so, like, slightly shorter than a <laughs> It's like jorts, you know. It's a, it's jorts. It's just this like her, jorts. This is what propelled her to New York. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Adjusting the hemline of like something that not many people wear. The world's fashion capital came a calling. <laughs> As it should. It's another it ridiculous plot I'm sorry. <laughs> That's the most plausible one. That is so insane. I love it. Like I'm sure the in- I'm sure the inventor of the jegging is doing pretty well. <laughs> yes. Oh, this is true, and that's a ridiculous word too. Oh my god! Yeah, I'll send you a screenshot of the struggle there. <laughs> okay. okay, this is where we are. This at this point, I don't know how you're going to do it, but like, I'm glad. I think it is worth dipping back in, if not to enjoy the work of Rebecca Almaloglu. I need to see her now. Yeah. However, what we do at this point in the show is we award citizen or shitizen of the week. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> shitizen yeah. of the week. Yeah. That would work really well for Handmaid's Tale. Oh, my God. <laughs> that would work amazingly well, yeah. Um, but it would always be the same people on Handmaid's. And that's true, actually. Um, Commander Waterford. <laughs> <laughs> Serena every now and then. Citizen June. Yeah. Every now and then Emily. Yeah. So now we just decide. We can pick a citizen or a citizen in, in our viewpoint. I am going to kick it off with a citizen. Sorry, citizen of the week. My TV ex-boyfriend, Ned Willis, who let me down. He let the sisterhood down. He let himself down. He did have a great line, though, where... We were rooting for you. <laughs> he did have a great line where, to, to rage, actually on Wednesday, said to him, I can't believe you did this. And he goes, well, why don't I just get amnesia and I could just pretend, like, forget Ooh. I ever did it. Every- get, what, what? Oh, get amnesia. Get okay. amnesia and forget I did, did it. it. Mm. Did Love it. it. A, a great burn. Petulant teenager, it sounds like. Yeah, it's too late. It's, you can't, you've got to really do some groveling and some singing of show tunes <laughs> to get back in my good book graces. Nat, do you have a citizen or a citizen to award? Well, I feel like the citizen actually needs to be, like, 
Dr. Carl. I want to call him Dr. Carl. Just didn't he like save the day, you know? Yeah. Yeah, he was in there. He's usually first responder in these yeah. events. Well, come on, you know. Had some good solid work there. He was a beat away from just breathing air into people. <laughs> I was also just sorry, just had a mental blank and remember that there was one point where Perp Harry Sinclair was like, don't worry, I didn't mix the chemicals together. <laughs> I'm not a monster. <laughs> like, okay, nerd. Because like, it was a solid plan otherwise. Uh, sorry, that was my brain My brain snap just then. Anyway, so that's my citizen. My citizen is, is Dr. Yeah, Carl. Yeah, you don't have to do both. You can just do one. Okay, good. Um, yep. But Sana, I've given you some extra thinking time so you can try and identify people. I, I don't think that extra thinking time has really helped um, me come up with a clever answer because my citizen is like really obvious. It's just that principal dude. Oh, you know, the, he did the ultimate shitty thing this week. Oh, yes. Okay. Almost gassing a community. Yeah, entirely. And <laughs> hurting Sheila. a little bit shitty, yeah. That's yeah. pretty shitty. I think that takes the shitty crown. Um, my citizen. Oh, you don't have to do both, but I would be curious anyway. Shiny girl. <laughs> And just leave it open. Just for the good skin. Just you for know, the good thank skin. You, thank you for gracing us with that. Yeah. And you know? for someone who it's like is. a halo on her face. <laughs> you know why? Because she's glowing. Because she's pregnant. Yeah, she's glowing. All those pregnancy face. hormones, you know, yeah. it's real. Um, and but she's milking that, you know, oh, I've got nausea. I can't do anything. Like, no, I, can't, really? I can't help you set up. I've got she nausea. She's also got a really good pair of jeans. Yeah. And is she? It's like a neighbor's shop. Anyway. Probably. <gasps> they should be. They'd be, you know, it'd be in one of them, Shrugalero. <laughs> I'd be buying those lights. <laughs> I'll finally get them. Well, Sydney, this is this is where it's at. We've got to go now. We've got to go hit the club scene. Leo and Ellie. <laughs> Leo and Ellie are from here. You can take me out. What, what, what time? Does it's, you- it's actually 10 past nine, so I feel like the club scene's about to shut. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Do they exactly. have left it too late? Wait a minute. Do they seriously shut this early? No, midnight. It's basically 9.30. Yeah, basically. Uh, no, it's lies. I'm just going to go to bed. But how can we find Eyes on Gilead Series 3? I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> I actually really wanted to talk about – we didn't get time for this actually. Oh, yeah, I was going to say talk about um, how we could do mashups between Neighbours and SBS shows. What do you mean? <laughs> I can I can totally see crossovers happening. Like which shows? Oh, um, Atlanta? For, for starters, the show about um, – like, where do you come from? Like, who do you think you are? Oh, oh that, okay, Neighbors I get you. need some serious family tree work. Carl already did that because they had a cross they had a sponsorship um, deal with Ancestry.com. And- oh, oh my God, I, I think I saw clips of that. It was not Because it was on great. Media Watch. Yeah, that's how I saw it. And it was not great. Carl dug into his family tree and found out that he had a half-sister who ended up being played by Magda Zhabansky. No. Oh. But he okay, would totally do it. I feel like there could be like a Mardi Gras crossover next year. Because did you see their float? Yes, I did. It was, I did see their float. I didn't. Well, they've gone and filmed something with Courtney Act when they were up there. So I don't know when that's going to air and how they're going to explain why they're not. At, it's not Mardi Gras time. But yeah, I think they should totally do it. How do we find your show though? Anywhere you listen to your podcast, really. So it's coming back in the beginning of June. <gasps> June. June. June in June. Yeah, exactly. June is back in June. And it will be airing the first two episodes on TV, but there'll be three on On Demand. And yours, there's a lot of Handmaid's podcasts out there, but yours is the cream of the crop. Oh, absolutely. Intelligent. Yeah, like a- <laughs> yeah it's a good one. Intelligent discussion. That's what the punters say <laughs> when they comment. So, yes, we have, we just recorded one this morning, which was for the first two episodes, and we were very thrilled to get the band back together again. Mm. And Haiti was in the room with her three-week-old baby. Oh, my God. 
Yeah, and so you'll hear you'll hear the baby making really cute snuffling noises yeah. in the we, background. Actually, if you go back and listen to we interviewed Rob Mills on this podcast and my co-host Kate had her tiny baby. Oh. And Millsy was holding him and we all died. Aww. We all fell over. That's oh. cute. Yeah. You can hear snuffles. It's heaven. Yeah, it's adorable. Many a neighbours was recorded with a baby snuffle in the background. But if people want to chat, handmaids, always open Neighbours Council on Facebook or <laughs> on Twitter. And oh, give us your Twitter handles as well because you'll have chats. Get in the Neighbours hashtag. Yes. Uh, I'm at Natalie Hambly, or one word. I'm at Sana underscore Kadar. And we don't I, – I guess our hashtag for the show has – just naturally evolved as being just eyes on Gilead, hashtag okay. eyes on Gilead, which makes sense. Just get into the neighbours hashtag and analyse some of the female gaze slash male gaze action ah, that happens. Okay. I think we could appreciate your insight. Nice. And I'm Vaya Pashos or Neighbours Pod on Twitter. Um, but good luck on the weekend category, mates. <gasps> yeah, Ooh, we'll, we'll see you on to you too. Saturday. Yeah, we, yeah, we better, that's what we've got to do. We've got to rest up to prepare for additional wines. <laughs> um, thank you for doing this. It's this been is, a pleasure. This has been so fun. Thank it's, you for having us. Yay. Chat to you guys soon and keep an eye out on Patreon for an extra Nabite with Erin Mallory Long discussing Roxy. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. You don't own me. I'm not just one of your many toys. You don't own me. Don't say I can't go with other boys.